Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Adventure is Out There Travel. That's B-E-K-K-A at AdventureIsOutThereTravel.com proudly presents the following contest here on the 3 o'clock parade. In the blue corner from Orlando, Florida, the professor, Daniel Miller. And in the red corner, from Southwest Florida, Rhiannon. Okay. And from the West Coast, the West Coast, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Let's get ready. And, and now, for those here in attendance and the millions listening around the globe, from Toontown, USA. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Whoops, I kind of stole that from you. I'm sorry, buddy. Didn't know, I think everyone didn't saw know it coming. you were going. I, I, I don't think any of that was necessary, so. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. Rhiannon is back from her whirlwind tour of the Asian parks. Konnichiwa! Skipper Dick Ritchie is back from a movie he's not allowed to talk about until tomorrow. Well, we can talk about it. I just <laughs> won't be able to post this until tomorrow. Oh, but okay. Salam and good day, a worthy friend. <laughs> Skipper Dick Ritchie live, coming back from The Lion King. Yeah. That was fun. Awesome. And let's see. And uh, I'm here in, uh, in Orlando. So uh, welcome back, gang. It's been a while. Yeah. So it's been a while. First things first, Rhiannon. What's yeah. your what are your impressions? You're gonna lead with this? Because I thought this was gonna be like an hour long, just me rambling. So <laughs> I think that's all we really care about. I can tell you right. The only thing I really have to say is that the Lion King is super fun. And if you like the animated one, you'll like this one. Let's talk about Rhiannon. Yeah, I think we'll pop around a bit, but uh, I mean, let's let's hear it. Like, what's what's going on? Um, well, it's 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 awesome. It's a lot. It's overwhelming. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't really even know where to start. I mean, I would start with, I mean, I want to know of the like, if you had, if you were forced to choose, where would you, where would where would you suggest someone goes? Well. I personally enjoyed Shanghai the most. And I think that was just because it surprised me the most. Um, like Hong Kong feels very much like Magic Kingdom meets Disneyland. So it's nothing earth shatteringly new. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It feels like home, but it's, Again, not earth-shattering. Tokyo, their Disneyland is sort of the same way. See, it feels very familiar. Disney Sea obviously is a whole different ballgame. Um, but I don't know. There was just something about Shanghai where you walk in, kind of thinking it's just going to be like any other Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, whatever, and it's not. Yeah. It is fucking bonkers, next level crazy. And so it, that just it blew me away. That's it. See, I guess what what I was reading from Mark's a uh, couple of Mark's 
message. Just like like the scope of the size is just like hard to grasp. It's insane. It, it yeah. really is. I mean, because I feel like we've all heard about how oh, it's the biggest castle, but that's kind of the extent that I'd heard about it, and I didn't realize like its hub is literally a land, like the flying Dumbo's, the carousel. That's all in the hub. In addition yeah. to multiple paths and uh, you know various gardens and everything, it's crazy huge. Every single road, if you will, is like three times wider there than it is the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland. And so, like I was tweeting about how the rope drop there, it looks so intimidating because they <laughs> use these. I oh God, I wish I had taken a picture. It's like a marching they, army. It's it's it. I, I don't have anything to compare it to. I mean, it looks like what I would imagine trying to like get into the Super Bowl would look like or something. Like <laughs> they use they use those metal barricade uh, barrier thingies, you know, to try and create lanes to try and keep people somewhat organized. And these these lines, these barriers. They go back, it, it stretches pretty much like two city blocks from the actual like uh, security checkpoint. It's Man. insane. And as a resort guest, you're allowed one hour early entry, but you go through the back entrance. Well, not really the back entrance, but the side entrance that's in the back yeah, of do. downtown Disney. Haha. <laughs> and so you can avoid all that. But meanwhile, as we were walking there at 7.30, the park isn't open until 8.30. I mean, the crowds just waiting to rope drop. It's just mind-boggling. And this was a fucking Wednesday. Like, who are these people that, like, you know, don't have to work? I don't know. And I mean, do they, is, 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 a, is a Monday through Friday work week even a thing in China? I don't know. <laughs> but... I think that's kind of an American labor thing. Whatever. Anyway. Um but so 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 you go in as a resort guest and that part's easy like there wasn't much of a line there and you know it's nice you mill about and the entire time i'm thinking like well holy shit come 8 30 it's just going to be chaos but it really wasn't that bad and i think it's just because the park is that fucking big that it's able to absorb that level of crowd right. it sounds awesome what um yeah if you which was the one that literally had Basically, which place had literally no alcohol? Um, like you I said, you literally the, couldn't even go to like you like found a bar and they still wouldn't even serve you any. Oh, it's <laughs> not that they wouldn't serve you. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay, so my whole frustration about bars in Asia was that they just don't have a bar culture, in the sense that no one goes and sits at the bar. So it wasn't that they wouldn't serve you alcohol. It's that. First of all, they don't want to seat you at the bar. They want to seat you in the lounge area. And then if you insist upon sitting at the bar, you don't speak to the bartender. A waiter will come to you up behind you to take your order. Oh, weird. Yeah. And so, I have a hard time with that. Yeah. This was at all of them, or this was? Um, let me see. In Hong Kong, we went to the bar at their... Uh, Hollywood Hotel, and that actually, that was the only one that functioned like a bar. You could walk in, sit at the bar, and you could talk to the bartender. Then the next night, we went to the bar at the Crystal Lotus restaurant at their Disneyland Hotel, and that bar 
we had to ask if we could sit at it because no one was there. And they said, okay, but they gave us a really weird look. And so we sat there and son finally comes over, takes our drink order and then walks away and comes back five minutes later with our drinks. Like they don't actually use the bar as a bar. There isn't somebody back there making the drinks. It's like for show or something. Oh, for show. I, so we ended up leaving. Um, and then in Shanghai, uh, at Bacchus Lounge, you could sit at the bar and talk to the bartender, but they did want to see you in the lounge first. Um, heavy breathing going on back there. I know. It's like running a marathon in there. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, I think Skip's in Toontown fighting someone right now. Yeah, okay. well, I was, we were battling it out. <laughs> um... Uh, so and there was no bar at the Toy Story Hotel where we were staying, and there's no bars in Disneyland, obviously, but they're downtown Disney. Um, like we went to one restaurant that had a bar, but that was the whole situation where we couldn't talk to the bartender, we had to talk to a waiter, and other restaurants didn't really even have bars. And then in Tokyo, yeah. that's where they just would not really seat you at the bar, they would seat you in the lounge chair areas near the bar and I was getting really fed up with this shit because I'm like I want to the fucking bar seriously it seems uh seems interesting this seems uh unnecessarily complicated yeah but... and, and I don't I don't want to say it was sexist but it kind of felt sexist that one night in Tokyo um we so we'd gone to, I think it was called the Dreamers Lounge at their Disneyland hotel and had one drink. And then we decided to go back to our hotel's bar and try a drink there. And they wouldn't see us at the bar. They set us in a lounge and we decided what we wanted. Mark had to go to the restroom. So he's like, all right, now here's what I want when they come by. Let them know. So he goes off and I'm sitting there alone and I'm like staring down the waiter. Like we made eye contact several times and I was like you know making the whole like I you know raising my eyebrows like come on over nothing the second that Mark gets back he comes over and it was like I don't know what's wrong but I could all, yeah it could be this that it maybe it's like weird to not to 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 take an order when not like it's impolite to not have the entire party ready or something I don't know and then Mark was trying to blame it on me that like no no you have to wave them over like, it's some unwritten rule in Asian culture that I didn't know about. Whereas, you know, here, like, that's kind of considered rude. You don't, like, just wave at somebody. You kind of make eye contact, and they know to come over. So, I don't know. I was getting really angry. So, we ended up just leaving and <laughs> going back to drink in our room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have also been accused of getting a bit loud in my anger, but I don't think I was. Yes. No one, yeah, no one ever thinks they're the one that's getting loud. I usually and know Mark, I'm the one getting loud. Mark was the drunk one, not me. So I don't think I was the loud one. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, it sounds. What, what was the best thing that we don't have here? Hmm. Um. Like completely, completely different, or just their version of it's different. Well, here, well, I'll just read it. We'll go straight to Park Hopper Ryan's hashtag okay. Ask Sour Boner, That's which true. is, number one, is Rhiannon sad now to see how bad the Asian parks are dunking on the U.S. parks? It doesn't make you sad at the 
Asian versus America for America? I don't know, actually. I don't think it does because I feel like, I mean, with the amount of stuff that's going in right now between we're getting Tron and the, what they're doing to sort of revamp Epcot and, and, you know, Star Wars land, I feel like they're really doing a lot of work over here. I don't feel like they're ignoring us. I don't know. Yeah. And the, yeah, the I second think, one. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think stuff like that comes from like the new Pirates of the Caribbean there, how it's so different than the one that it is mm-hmm. here. And, you know, I, I think really what it is is that um, a lot of people look at stuff that we don't have. So they just have like theme park envy. But I think, yeah. I, and, and I've never been, so I can't say one way or the other, but I definitely think you're, I think what you're saying is true. I think that it looks, it looks like that because they have, you know, this new super shiny theme park yeah. and the uh, and there's all these like things that we don't have, but I think that I think we still kind of rock. Yeah, I don't, I don't have I don't have Castle Envy. I don't. I, no. Yeah. Well, I was going to go to the fact that like just here in Florida, like all, almost all my favorite things are like at Animal Kingdom, and none of them exist anywhere else. Yeah. And none and of none also, of the Animal Kingdom basically exists outside of there, except for like the. Uh, uh, the, it's tough to be a bug. Other than that, nothing from Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom exists elsewhere. Um, that doesn't even. Where else does it exist? Oh, not, good point. Not anymore. It did. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Used to. Used to. Not anymore. Well, I was just gonna say that we also, you know, we, we love hanging out at the resorts and just think of the sheer quantity of resorts we have that they don't yep. have in the other uh, yeah. regions. Right. So I, that um, is always my thought, even though I've never been to those. But I, even the same thing comes with like a West Coast, East Coast kind of thing. Like, I don't I, I definitely don't view it that way. But OK, leads to number two, though. What's your favorite mm-hmm. ride of the trip, which is kind of what I was asking? What would be the one yeah, thing? Yeah. Okay. So I'm assuming it's not like, you know, something we have. I would assume your favorite ride is something we don't have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm really going to have to go with Pirates in Shanghai. Is that good, huh? Oh, my God. So let me preface this by saying that I purposely did not do any research as far as like the rides. Um, like, I, I tried to do the bare minimum. So just yeah. looking at like, all right, if I'm rope dropping, what ride should I go to first? What rides offer fast pass? Like that was right, all like I a did. logistics, a logistics yeah. thing. Yeah. But I tried not to look at any kind of videos or descriptions of things. And so I was going in blind with the hope that I would be, you know, surprised by everything. And so, holy shit, was I surprised by Pirates. Like, I, I had no idea. And it was fucking amazing. Awesome. It was so amazing to the point that the first time I wrote it, I didn't know where to look. And so I kind of realized after this, like, big effect that I wasn't looking in the right direction. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we have to write it immediately again because I need to like be paying attention to what I'm supposed to be paying attention to because I wasn't. Because I was oh, man. like distracted by it. I was like, I think I should be like looking at the ceiling right now. Um, is um, that um is that um water ride still going? Like I remember when that came out, there was supposed to be this really cool animatronic and I remember there was like questions whether it really worked or not or kind of like a Yeti kind of thing. Did you happen to do that? Mm-hmm. In Shanghai? Yeah. Oh, we didn't Wild. Yeah, had a giant alligator thing. Oh, okay. No, we didn't do that one because um, we looked at it and it looked a lot like Crowley River Rapids and we did not want to be soaked. Yeah. 
fair. So fair. <laughs> we fair. we didn't do that one. Plus, also, uh, it was one of the longer lines, and we were trying to avoid waiting yeah. too long in line. Is, as we always is the, do. The part, going back to the Pirates of the Caribbean one that you know, mm-hmm. is it on a boat or is it one of those like trackless? That you um, just cut out there, but it's on a boat. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Let's see. It good, actually, good, good ex- oh, go ahead. Say, it loads a lot like any other pirates you've been on, with the exception that um, the like the backs of the benches are kind of molded for single people. And so they will fill, like there's a single rider line, like they'll fill, was there a single? Yeah, sometimes they do it, sometimes they don't. But yeah, so they fill every seat and there's a lap bar. But other than that, the queuing looks a lot, the loading of it looks a lot like our pirates. Um, very important question here uh, yeah. from Outer Rim Jim. Uh, did you come across any Society of Explorers and Adventurers, uh, SEA, <laughs> yes. in the parks? Absolutely. What was the coolest? Um, uh, I feel like most people would say Mystic Manor, um, but I thought the coolest was sort of like a, a little bit of a Easter egg. Um, there's this mini land, if you will, in Tokyo Disney Sea, which is themed as a medieval castle type of thing. And all that's really in it is a little quick service, not even like just a window for turkey legs, because sure, you know, Renaissance. And then this thing called, uh, shit, like Fortress Explorer, Exploration or something like that. But you can climb all up in this castle and- All up in it. All up in it. And there's just all these little passageways and hallways, and it's very much like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. And you find yourself in different rooms with different things, like constellations you can look at and planets and whatever. And I took a bunch of pictures. I haven't gotten around to posting them yet because I'm slowly getting through all my pictures. Uh, but anyways, they had a mural on one of the walls that was a society of adventure or explorers and adventurers. And yes. so I was like, hey, you. And so I got a picture of that. And so that'll be part of my Instagram post when I post about the fortress exploration. Nice. That's exciting. We've become yeah. really big fans of sea lately. Yes. Real big fans. Really big fans. <laughs> really big fans. <laughs> really big fans. That's a really big fan. Um, let's see. Let's see if there's any other official SR boners for you. But... Um, Let's see. By the way, uh, Disney Disney Dad wants us to do a after for the uh, primary. He wants us to do a uh, mock debate between the three of us with a moderator. With a moderator. Hello. Hello. Hi there. And a lawnmower. Oh, uh, I can't. Let me close that door. They decided to cut the grass. <laughs> Sorry about that. I picked up my phone and I my thumb hit right at the hang up button without even looking at it. Mm. But what I'm saying is, is Disney Disney Dad wants us to do a debate, just like the yes. uh, like a presidential debate on issues. So we may have to schedule that sometime. That Although we like may fun. need to get somebody who's always wrong on everything, like you know Derek Bergen. Mm-hmm. Bergen. That'd be the way to do it. Just get that guy here. So you need to. So uh, but going back to the the question about um, C, uh, second runner-up would be their Tower of Terror, which, again, not having spoiled myself at all, 
not only did I not even know they had a Tower of Terror in Tokyo, who does he see? I didn't realize that it was completely different and involved a member of C. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know either until I started reading more about it. And then I was Hell like, high tower, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. It's the high tower. familiar. It's cool. Looks- so then there's no, um, I guess my question is at the beginning of that, do they have like the library that you go into? And if there's not a Rod Sterling, like how do they, how does that get introduced to you? How do you learn any of the backstory? Um, so they first corral you. Where's my cat? Um, okay, so like, I guess the best equivalent would be, like, you know how when you're waiting to enter into the library that the, like, cast member will talk to you a little bit, kind of as you're queuing up? No? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so they have a cast member doing that, but it's before you're going into, like, the study. Mm. And so they talk about something it's all in Japanese so you can't really understand except there's this like poster that they point to a lot and they're obviously talking about the poster and it's like an announcement about how Harrison Hightower um had recently acquired this potentially cursed tiki statue yes I love it already so you kind of get that gist and then, then you get led into the study where you can see some of his artifacts on his desk and behind the desk is this beautiful stained glass window. And then on a pedestal next to that is the tiki. And so that's when they, once everyone loads in, they close it. And the, it turns out that the stained glass window is actually a projection screen. And so that kind of becomes the movie showing you what's happening. Oh, cool. Again, it's all in Japanese but you can tell from the various images and I won't give any spoilers away, but yeah. So they explain how, you know, what happens with Harris and Hightower and the elevators and yada, yada. And so then once you're released from the study, instead of going into the boiler room, you're led into basically sort of like the storage area of all of his collections of his various antiquities and relics that he has collected from all over the world and so you cue in that and it's really cool because you know how in our tower of terror like there are multiple lanes because there are multiple elevator shafts and each lane basically looks the same well in this one they're not so depending on which shaft you get (laughs) um it's a (laughs) it's like it's a different section of the warehouse and so the first time we were in sort of like a um uh like knight shining armor armory and like with weapons and swords and shit and the second time we were in a tapestry area with like various tapestries and rugs and stuff on display and so it's pretty cool oh i love it this is my kind of place yeah Yeah, i want to be there so bad (laughs) that does sound awesome it does sound awesome. Um, let's see. I'm gonna throw in a sour boner here. Um, from raising fangirls. Besides White Claw, what's your go-to adult beverage? No mixing required. 
bourbon. <laughs> I mean, unless you awesome. got ice. That's a good one. <laughs> it's good. It's bourbon. It's bourbon. Just throw some bourbon. Out. Straight what? up. What? Dude, if I'm going tailgating or out of the boat, if I can't get White Claw, I'm just, I like a nice, ice cold Miller Lite. Just got to throw, throw in a bunch for tailgating. God, I love Miller Lite. But, um, just, yeah, it's my go-to because, like, when you're going out, I'm probably going to have many. Like, if I'm going right? out for, like, an afternoon, I'm going to have many. So I got to be, I got to, I got to, like, if I'm going to have many, you got to be careful to be you able to last the whole day. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> physically, yes. Uh, people just don't want to be around me after that. Do they want to be around me before that? Oh, uh, so yeah. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks, Skip. I was going to say the. I mean, I, I agree with you on the Shiner Box thing. I'm, not, I'm sorry, on the Miller Lite thing. But what I was going to say <laughs> is, I've been drinking Shiner Box a lot because all of a sudden it's everywhere in California, and it's a Texas beer that I used to drink when I lived in Texas. And uh, right now they have it for like three dollars a pint at a bunch of places, or nice. not a bunch, but at a few of the places that I hang out at. So. Lately, it's been Shinerbot, which is great. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Let's see. Now, oh, good question from the WDW owner, specifically for Rhiannon and Mark. Um, He hopes you had a great time. Uh, Mm -hmm. Looking back, what would you have done differently? Oh, my. Sounds like it's going to be a three-parter. Yeah, yeah. Let me just hold on. I'll preface this by saying that um, I plan on dusting off my Disney blog because, and I don't even care if no one reads it, but I personally just want to like journal <laughs> through this. So I'm going to be posting a trip report, I'm sure, in like, you know, 17 parts. And definitely it will address many of the things I would have done differently. But uh, for brevity's sake, to answer the question right now, um, I think honestly, and it wasn't really possible for me to have done this, so it's sort of a moot point, but I would have spent more time, um, not just more time exploring the parks, but what I mean is like padding in days off, because we did not do that. It was, you know, land in the city, go, go, go. Sleep, wake up, go, go, go. Sleep, wake up, get on a plane, go to a different country, land, go to a park, go to sleep, wake up, go to the park, go to sleep, wake yeah. up, get in a plane, go to a different country. Whew. And This so, leads me the, to my question first. I got to start. I have yeah. to interrupt you. When did Mark, wasn't he supposed to go for work? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, he's So, he's like, there right when now. did he possibly do any work? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, okay. So, the whole trip, like, <laughs> The whole trip originated um, because he was assigned to go to Tokyo for work. And he's like, so my airfare is paid for. So why not, like, basically preload this trip with going to Disney? And then it was like, well, while we're over there, we may as well go to Shanghai. While we're there, we may as well go to Hong Kong. And so it just kind of grew. But it was all preloading his trip. So I... We ended with, um, see, he had to work starting Monday. So oh. our last day, yeah. So our last day at the parks was Sunday. And then Sunday, after we're done at the parks, we changed hotels 
to go to be near where he was working and where his, his coworkers were also staying. And so Sunday night, you know, we ended up going out to dinner with his coworkers. And then Monday he went to work. I went into downtown Tokyo, wandered around, did some shopping, did some eating, you know. And then again, Monday night, out to dinner with his coworkers. And then Tuesday morning, I flew home. He's still there. That He's makes still more sense. Working. Yeah. Okay, it's making more sense now because I'm I'm, yep, I'm, yep, yep, I'm, yep. I'm 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 paying some, some attention to you guys' uh, you know, posts, and I'm like, at what, like, really, like, what, 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 at what point is Mark doing anything other than going to these parks? <laughs> no, he had PTO gotcha. prior. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense now. Now it's now it's yeah. making sense. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it was it was that yeah. that question that was eating at me. No, no, fair question. But yeah, so to go back to my answer is just, if it's possible for you, it was not for me. I only have so many PTO days a year. Um, If it's possible, just, yeah, give yourself like a day off between cities. Um, And not only that, but to be able to explore the cities, we were fortunate that we had a whole day to go and explore Hong Kong. I was fortunate that I had a whole day to go and explore Tokyo. We didn't not have that luxury in Shanghai and I'm really sad that we didn't because we did go into downtown for dinner we met with Molly and her boyfriend Brad had a great time but you know we were just there for like the three hours that we had dinner and that was it and I wish we had more time to explore the city because it looked amazing it was really cool looking yeah so that would be my advice what I would do differently um yeah I think it probably kind of applies to most vacations when you're done. You're like, I wish I had had more time to like, just like stop. And, <laughs> but I can totally imagine it there to like, which I've always wondered if we ever go to one of these other, you know, non-U.S. parks. Like, do I, like, I've always, my only biggest thing is, do I even really want to go to the Disney? Or do I, would I rather just, you know, stay out of the Disney area and go to more of the, you know, because there's it just, you're right, there's just a lack of, of overall time yeah um i don't know i obviously really enjoyed my time at the disney's and i think that staying on property helped in you know creating that experience for me so i don't regret that at all um, oh god i think you'd have to and, right i mean yeah and the thing is is that unlike orlando and I can't really speak to Anaheim, Rich, you'd have to chime in here. Um, but unlike Orlando, they make it so fucking easy for you to get into the cities because there are literally rail stations at each of the three Asian parks, like at the park. So um, like for Hong Kong, it, if, you, if you take the bus from your resort, where the bus drops you off, you have to walk past the rail station to get to the turnstiles. That's how close it is. That's cool. In, yeah. In yeah. Shanghai, I didn't see the rail station, but when you go out of the front door of your resort to stand in line for the bus to get to the park, there are three bus lanes. There's a bus line for the park. There's a bus line for the other resort. So you can go straight to the other resort for you. Or there's a bus line for the metro. Yeah. And then in Tokyo, it's on the monorail loop. I think it probably stems from just when they were, like, all 
thought of in the world. Because when Disney World was made, its whole point was to kind of be its own place to not be connected anywhere else. It was its own right. destination. So they intentionally made it hard to get to. And now looking back, they're probably like, this was probably, you know, it doesn't fit into the modern travel style yeah. of of trying to be connected. And they're trying to kind of retroactively do that with Magical Express and possibly this, right. you know, Virgin Train and, and stuff like that, where I think they definitely missed, you know, just a different era of 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 not. It, they, in fact, they, I feel like they intentionally made it the opposite. Yeah. And speaking to that whole, like, you know, feeling of being in a bubble, um, I feel like Hong Kong really did a good job of capturing that. Because, you know, even with the Metro stop, it's, well, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to have to assume based on my experience, it's Disney owned. Like it's connected to the main Hong Kong Metro rail system except it's just the one track that links to it and the cars that are on the one track that just go back and forth are all Disney themed. Yeah. <laughs> I posted pictures on Instagram if anybody wants to look at them. Yeah. Um, it, it, and so it doesn't feel like oh you know I'm just smack in the middle of a city or anything like that. It's just kind of a yeah. link to it. Um, but it's very much a bubble like when you're riding the buses to and from the park the resorts it's it the landscape is this beautiful lush tropical and hiding anything and everything whereas the other two it feels more like disneyland where you definitely can see all of normal life yeah. right that there sounds i really wish that was more like that here but i know like when they have talked in the past about doing something that here you know disney tries to get the public to pay for it Rather, they're, yeah. they're not going to pay for it. So that by, to, to even consider it, they have to make like th- all the, you know, they have to, you know, line everybody's pockets. So you're now you're got to, we're going to make a stop here, 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 and here. And in the end, it'll never get done because nobody will agree to it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it, I guess maybe it just comes from a whole different, you know, structure of decision making. But well, it sounds very appealing. There, when I was there, I thought Disney was willing to help pay for it, but they said it can't go anywhere else. Right. You know, they were like, hey, we'll pay for this, but it has to come here because we're not going to pay to transport people to Universal. Right. Oh, yeah. Which I think makes sense. If they really were. I mean, who knows what what the deal ended up really being, but it's it's a shame that it's not because it is super convenient, Um, especially here in Florida. It would be just to the they just want it to the airport, though, because most of their guests come from out of right out, out of town what they're going on they're not it's not really appealed appealed to locals yeah but i mean whatever they at least they have the magical express so it's not like they're meeting mm. people just to pay for cabs or something yeah no it's it's big awesome that's a good one though but what would you do differently anything else that you that sticks out in your mind like as like that was that you didn't expect mm. so yeah like some good and some bad. Um, so I'll start with the bad. Uh, so I was warned. So, you know, you know me, I'm a super big planner. And so I've done all my research and so I looked up the you know weather forecasts for each city and everything. And so I'm in, you know, geography, Hong Kong's the most southern point. Tokyo is the most northern, so obviously it's going to be cooler in Tokyo, et cetera. So, like, the hottest was going to be in Hong Kong, but it didn't look like 
anything worse than here. And so I was like, whatever. I live in Florida. I'm used to this. It's fine. But I was warned. No, no, it's worse. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's bullshit. No, it's going to be fine. No, it is worse. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it is oppressive. It is crazy. I, I don't think I've ever been in heat and humidity like that before. Yeah. And so we managed to be okay the first day because it was mostly overcast, thank God. So it was still hot as balls and humid, but at least you weren't in direct sun. Then our second park day, oh my God, we started feeling symptoms of like heat stroke and had to like just stop. And we even went into fill our magic as one does to escape the heat and be like, you know, blow down by fans and sprayed water on but that wasn't enough. And so we had to go back to the hotel and just like lie on our beds in AC and just cool the fuck off. It was, it was, it was hard going. And this was, was uh, Hong Kong? Yeah. Yeah. Which was, it the, was it the season? Like, yeah. is that just their like, you know, monsoon yeah, yeah. or muggy season or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you go in any other season, it'll be a lot better. Hmm. Um, but again, going back to the confusion we cleared up for Dronco, we didn't really have a choice in our timing because this is all predicated upon Mark's work trip and saving money on, you know, his flight being free, basically. So it wasn't like we chose to go in the dead of wow. summer. <laughs> um, but on the good note, the other thing that I was warned about were the crowds, and they weren't bad at all really like Hong that's Kong, great we were, yeah we, Hong Kong we were told that they really weren't that it wasn't that bad like you really wouldn't encounter lines and sure enough we didn't whereas Shanghai we were told like be prepared for crowds be prepared for lines in Tokyo we were told <laughs> good fucking luck and yet it really wasn't bad in either place like you know, they both have fast passes. We took advantage of that. We rope dropped. And, you know, we did ride a lot of things standby. And they weren't that bad. Like, I think the longest line we laid in was, like, 45 minutes for Tron. Oh, God, and 45 minutes for Honey Hunt. Other than that, we didn't wait in a line. Because if it were over that long, we would get a fast pass for it. God, so that is the, phenomenal. Yeah, and so there really wasn't a single attraction that we couldn't experience because the line was too long or whatever. Like, Man. we either got a fast pass or stood in line, but either way. That is extremely awesome. Like, that is, like, my dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just can't do is, it, yeah. And, and as far as, um, like, you know, cultural differences go and like that, we've been warned that, you know, Shanghai might be the most stark of a contrast and i i can probably count on one hand the number of things i saw that were like "Ooh, i don't like that it was not anything like oh every single person shoves and pushes and no i i maybe got like brushed up against twice i saw one person cutting the line i saw one person hawking a loogie like that was it, honestly. <laughs> you'll see that every. You'll see that here, at least. Right, at least exactly. that many times. Like everyone, yeah. 
Yeah, everyone has bad apples. Like, so it was not some sort of like, oh, this entire yeah. culture. And you bad. might see a giant brawl in Toontown, possibly. <laughs> you might, yeah. Oof. Uh, um, and then the other thing was, as far as like language barriers went, um, I actually found that the biggest language barrier was in Tokyo, which I was not told that. I was told to be prepared for that in Shanghai, and I didn't experience that. Hmm. So, yeah, I thought the. For me, the biggest difference between Shanghai and Tokyo, cause I, I feel like the percent of people who could speak English was relatively the same, and the percent of people who could speak decent English was relatively the same. But the difference was that in Shanghai, it felt like they see you approaching them, and they're like, okay, you're an American, you're not going to speak Mandarin, so I'm not even going to try to talk to you. We're just going to, like, start this whole game of charades. We're going to figure it out. We'll be okay. Whereas in Tokyo, they didn't give a shit. It was like, you're in Tokyo, motherfucker. We speak Japanese, so here we go. And so they would just start, like, talking to you, like, you know, whatever. And you just stand there, like, kind of smiling and nodding and eventually kind of, like, pointing to something. (laughs) Which, you know, it's not a criticism at all. I mean, I feel like that's what we as Americans do, you know, like, you're in our country, assholes. We don't really know what the other option is. Yeah, like, you know, they didn't have like some. We just talk slower and louder. That's what I was going to say. They didn't just talk slower and louder. louder No, no, no. They just, that's that's the problem. They need to just say, like, yeah, you need to talk slow and loud. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, how do they expect you to understand? Trying the metro system, Tokyo was the hardest. Like Hong Kong was a breeze. Shanghai was pretty easy. Tokyo, like, ugh, that was challenging. Like even trying to buy tickets, like you couldn't really use the automated machine thing because it was all in Japanese. You had to go find no a human. No. And so you had to go find a human. Hello. And then the human. What was curious. that? I don't know. <laughs> And then the kind of sounded like Mrs. D.A.T. a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. But no, it was just a, a, a errant, errant uh, scream by a video. Uh, yes. oh. <laughs> so, so then the human doesn't really speak that great of English. And the human has to go find like this like little translate handheld thingy that they speak Japanese into. And then it pushes out like English words and, and text. And so they just like hold it up to you so you can read the text. And then you smile and nod or shake your head now, and, and I mean so that's how you. They that's have you Google Translate, don't they? I mean, don't, don't people have Google Translate? See your phone does that. Uh, yeah, like well, my phone does that. Okay. So I downloaded the thing where you know, like it, it does the photo thing where like you hold your camera over the text. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it changes, which is so fucking cool. Yeah. Then it works. Then it works. <laughs> it did. It did not like Japanese at all. Like, basically, you would hold the phone, you'd be holding it steady over, let's say, like, three words, and it would just keep flashing different words at you in English. And you couldn't <laughs> come to a decision on what okay. the actual translation should be. I was curious Bojangles how react or to, like, titties? different fonts. Oh. I don't know. It, but, I know, I, I just stopped even trying with Google Translate. 
So interesting. But hey, man, like I made it home in one piece. My luggage made it home. I was never once arrested, which apparently was a shock to people at work for some reason. They're like, you made it. But that's pretty much everyone's shock at the end of any weekend. Well, I guess. Absolutely. So, so well, it sounds awesome. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad it went swimmingly well. And uh, now you can start planning your next, uh, next like domestic trip. Paris now, don't I? Oh, okay. I guess you have to. That's uh, where can they get a bourbon in Japanese? See, you just needed that. Hey. All right, that whole like Ademas, that sound, they say that a lot. And I kept trying to Google what the fuck that meant. I think I it's hoochie. No, I couldn't figure out what it meant. So if anybody listening speaks Japanese and you can tell me what Ademas means, please tell me because they would say it like constantly, like just either in the middle of a sentence or just on its own or they would attach it to the end of arigato be like arigato arimasu. like um i, I have arimasu. bad news for you i have, I have bad news for you oh. that entire time they were just saying yolo Ugh, the worst. <laughs> i mean that's i think they're you know they're they're excited it's, it's just hitting there the whole yolo thing is just hitting and they're like this mm-hmm. that's right you only live once i gotta I, let's use that oh okay speaking of like trendiness Perfect. Okay, no, but one other thing I wanted to point out. Merch. This is very important. Okay? Listen up. Merch. I went into this trip knowing, because I've been told by multiple people that merch is cheapest in Shanghai, second cheapest in Hong Kong, most expensive in Tokyo. Yes. And so to sort of plan your purchases accordingly. I asked people, like, what's the selection like? What's going on? And there wasn't a lot of really granular answers to that question. So I'm here to answer it for you. Every park is fucking different. There is not overlap in what they offer. So if you see something in the country and you want it, buy it. Because you really 97% likely will not see it in the next country. And you think Tokyo, those crazy people, they get like just accessories for everything in life. They must have like the craziest best merch. No, they don't. Nope. Best merch, Hong Kong by far. Second best, Shanghai. Third best, dead last, Tokyo. Tokyo does not do pins at all. What? Not only do they not trade, which I knew about, and then that's fine. They don't trade, but they don't even fucking sell them. Like oh, they have if you're not going to trade them, why would you sell them? The collections, because they sell keychains like they're going out of style. Mm. Hello, friends, to you. Keychains are their thing. Keychains, oh my God, wall after wall after wall of keychains. Keychains and snacks. Like, do they do have... keychains like that have people's names on them? No. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, I was wondering they... if they had Rhiannon. Oh. 
Did you see any of the fabled watch bands that people I say? purchased one oh, in Hong Kong. That's where they have them. Damn it. Yeah, they don't have them in the other two cities. Um, also, Susans, which I thought came from Japan. No Susans in Japan. Really? No Susans? I found a few at the Disney store in their version of Disney, uh, downtown Disney. However, that store is pathetic. Like, their downtown Disney is actually pretty disappointing. It just basically feels like some kind of outdoor mall that just happens to be on the Disney property. It so, like, feel... Dis- so, like, Disney Springs? No. Disney just Springs kidding. feels... Okay. I'm kidding. It was yeah, a joke. That's what people you. say about Disney Springs. <laughs> That it just looks like an album. No, it's I, whatever. To each their own. But I personally think that it looks nice and classy and like Disney. But right. this one did not. This did not feel that way at all. Um, so at Were you that sad that me, Shanghai Boathouse went out of business before you got there? Um, I didn't know about it. Yeah, they had a boathouse uh, for a while and it, it went out of business. Oh wow. Because. You so you were not stand. sad. You answer was no. with boathouse. So no, the answer was no. You cannot stand with boathouse there. Guess mm, not. Um, um, yeah. Hmm. But I will say this. So Tokyo, not a great selection of merch, and the most expensive with the merch, except for wait for this. Their ears. Dirt fucking cheap. By comparison to American standards. So, like, our ears are currently running, what, like, 26 bucks a pair or something? Between 14 and $16 in Tokyo. Are you so, talking yeah, about I saw the you had quite a collection. headband ears? Or yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, okay, not the beanie type. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Okay, cool. Well, and I saw you had quite yeah. a collection of at least, at least eight to ten pairs of ears. Um... I only have three for myself personally. The rest are presents. Oh, okay. So wow, nice. you're so you're so generous. I try. And you only have one head. Okay. As opposed to Skip, Skipper to Gritchie, it has two heads. Yeah. Right. And I have to put something on both of them 365 <laughs> days a year. So. Right. How many pairs yeah. of ears do you have for both your heads, Skipper to Gritchie? I would say I probably have about five currently sets of ears that I will wear on either head at any moment. Okay. It's good to know. Yeah. Are you glad that that's where this conversation went, Rayanne? No. 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 Not at all. Not at all. Um, Anybody else think it's funny? I'm changing the subject a little bit. That uh, that they they made Forky plushes and uh, they all got recalled. So, like, now they're trash. <laughs> really? That was my initial wow. response. It's going to be trash. <laughs> trash. Why did they get recalled? Choking hazard. I, and, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if it was the same here, but I did see some in Tokyo, I think. And they also had, um, so the only, going back to what I was saying, the only students they had in Tokyo were at their pathetic Disney store and their pathetic Disney downtown whatever um but it was all toy story 4 related and so i just assumed that we had that too so i don't think it was anything unique to tokyo but they had a forky soon soon oh, hmm. i love forky i love forky i love forky 
Have you all seen the movie yet? Yes. Yes. How was it? It's fun. It was, yeah. I, I feel that they definitely told the story that they needed to tell in the first three movies. Um, so this is kind of just like another story within the Toy Story world. Right. It feels more like one of those shorts, but long. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Okay. Yeah, but like, like it's its own, com- like, yeah, like comp- car- compartmentalized story um, in there. Um. But um, yeah, like it. it I got. I don't think this would be considered a spoiler. Like I love that it starts like with Andy. Oh yeah, right. Like, in, right, like it start like it's yeah, like so it kind of spans different time periods in the uh, in the Toy Story universe. I don't think that's. I don't mm, consider that a spoiler. Not, like the latest in chronological order. I mean, it just it is. I won't say too much more other than. It's it's really a neat it's an interesting way of storytelling uh, for doing it and it and like Skip said it really does kind of just it's a, its own standalone story that really could have existed anywhere in the entire <laughs> yeah <laughs> series but uh, it's good it's, like the yeah. you know uh, Forky's fun and he's funny and uh, the direction they took with Bo Peep I thought was pretty good yeah so mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. Pamela got her OPC scores today, so they're at the school. Uh oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you should go do that. That's kind of important. <laughs> so. so, how about them Duffy characters, huh? Yeah, did you? I, I saw that you bought a bunch of plush. Was that a thing? More Duffy stuff? Uh, well, so obviously Duffy, you know, is from Asia and he's huge there, as are his friends. And I'm not a huge Duffy fan per se, but Gelatoni. Yeah, everybody loves Gelatoni. Oh, uh, well, you know, especially for me, because hello, you um, <laughs> So I was super pumped and, you know, we arrive in Hong Kong and they have all of the merch and so they have merch for uh so in hong kong there are five duffy and friends characters there's duffy shelly may stella lou gelatoni and cookie the dog and so they had merch for them everywhere it's like like honestly one of the best selections of merch was the resort gift shop that the resort i was in and so there was all this shit that i wanted to buy but I'm like, again, in my head, I'm like, nope, you know, Shanghai's going to be cheaper. Tokyo's going to have a bigger selection. I need to, like, not blow my wad right away. But blow that wad. Sh- I know. But sh- <laughs> I'm all for like, blowing. Quick. Mm-hmm. But no. So, like, I bought a few things in Hong Kong, and then I get to Shanghai, and they didn't have as much. And then Tokyo, like, ugh, not great. So I did get a Gelatoni plush. I got a Gelatoni keychain. I got a Gelatoni magnet. And I got gelatoni ears, and I got gelatoni purse. So you know, I basically I I, hit, I restrained myself. I held back. It wasn't that much. But they don't even have fucking cookie in Tokyo or Shanghai. Cookie like only exists in Hong Kong. Wow. So I, I, I want cookies under- right now. I, I would like some cookies. There's a few parks yeah. can call themselves like street parks. I don't know. 
Um, are we for Ask Sour Boner? Sure. Sure. Disney, Disney Dad. Uh, he's posted a picture of this thing called the Drinkworks Drink Maker. And is it worth $400 for a Keurig cocktail slinger? Mm-hmm. Hashtag Ask Sour Boner. I don't know why it is, but no. It's a machine that makes cocktails. And I will say I used something similar at uh, the Hyatt Place Orlando Airport. They have a machine called the Bartesian. And it makes um, cocktails. It makes several different options. I had – shit, what the hell did I order? I'm trying to remember what it was. It's been a while now. But um, it was good. It's per- it's perfect for places of, like, like a uh, select service hotel where, like, they don't have bartenders. They have people that, like, work every job at once. So and, anywhere like, in Asia? <laughs> they would love it. It'd be perfect for them. So it makes it, you know, it's like a, it's like a, it is like a Keurig where you, you pop in the little, the little packet to make that has the juice, the mixer, and then it has the, the booze already in it. And it makes a, you know, recipe cocktail. You can pick it light or like a double a single or a double, and then it pours it out. And then theoretically they could garnish it up a little bit and then hand it to you. And it was, it was pretty Wait, good. The booze is powdered in a little pod. No, the it has like a like a little juice like a little juice thing for the mixer, and then the booze is booze. They have four bottles of booze. So they have like a clear, a light brown, a dark brown, and a and and that's just I mean like a yellow I guess. (laughs) And it's you know whatever you get. No, you, so, it, it had, like, it's the, the right one. I'm trying to think what it is. I don't, I, I don't have the actual details off the top of my head, but um, I'm trying to think what it had. I'll try to get to um, it was pretty. Well, it was actually pretty cool. So, oh, that's what I'm saying. So with this drink thing that uh, is part of the SR Boner, do you just pour in the correct alcohol and then it mixes it for you? So, like, if you want a margarita, it's like pour in two ounces of tequila and then you no, close it. No, it has, you know, like if you've ever been to a bar that has like, let's just say tequila in like up it's the bottles are upside down and it's always there. Yeah. And you just kind of like push a button and it pours two ounces. It's like that. So it's, it does it all automatically. So they don't like pour anything. Coke zero machine. Oh, sure. That sounds good. Sure. Freestyle. That's what I meant. Freestyle. Right. We knew. Exactly. Yeah. We were down. Okay. Yeah, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. It's more like that. So, I don't think for home use it may be worth four hundred dollars, but for those situations it was pretty good because, um, it, 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 like you've seen when somebody that has no idea what they're doing is fumbling around trying to put together a drink and it's like not going well. Well, this works out better for that. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Does do the pods have the alcohol inside of them? No, the pod is like like let's say it's a margarita. The right. pod is the margarita mix. The margarita like you know the the margarita juice. Like oh, the margarita so, mix? Right. So yeah, you would still I mean, need to have insane. all the different alcohol connected to this machine of some sort. Right. It has four bottles of alcohol that are on there all the time. Hmm. So you're still limited to only that. Though. All right. I feel right. like TLDR, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm on the white page on it, looking at it right now, though. Yeah, I, I have a video uh, of me actually getting the drink. Uh, if you want a, a live, 
uh, mm-hmm. des- demonstration. You can look on my uh, YouTube thing there. Um, let's see. Did you sort breaking news? Rumor is that the Skyliner will be opening next month, like one day before Galaxy's Edge. So the mm-hmm. section probably from Coronado or from Caribbean Beach to Hollywood Studios will be open in like a month. Hoping it'll be open earlier than that. And I am super pumped. I think, I think no though. To I'm not having to do with that opening, but I think this thing specifically that I'm still looking at this webpage, and it says that each pod is all inclusive, containing the specific specific spirit required. Well, the one are you looking at the one that is the the one that he posted? The one that he posted. That's probably true. I was talking about this other one called the Bartesian. No, no, no. The one that he posted is yeah, basically... Yeah, the pure one may just have everything in one pod. Yeah, so you just have a bunch of pods of pre-made drinks, and then yeah. you pop it in there and put your glass in, and I guess it, like, chills it? And then, just like, I don't understand why you wouldn't just put a straw in the pod and drink it. Yeah. Like, I would just I, keep the pods in the fridge. Yeah. I think um, the Bartesian is more of, like, actually mixes things together more than this does, I think. Oh, I think it'll they're two different. It'll instantly cool it, uh, and it's the perfect mix. Yeah, I don't think. I wonder how much the pods cost. Sixty percent of the time, it works. All every time. time. Every time. But uh, Rhiannon, oh, because you're having like a, a, a like a legit gathering coming up. Is that correct, or just you? Hmm? You have a trip coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Is your whole fam coming down, or is that something else? Oh, yeah. This is, like, the big the big thing. Yeah. And so it's yeah. going to be mid-August. And so I was really hoping that they'd be open by then, but oh well. Yeah. Looks like you're going to have to wait. But um, I'm getting extremely excited for this. I saw them the other day. I was over there, and they were going. And I'm like, this is just so cool. Like, it's just such a neat Doesn't it doesn't it feel like they should be open earlier? It does. They're ready now. They're ready now. Yeah. Why don't you just do them now? Like, just why why you waiting? Like, you just wait. Just do it now. Yeah. Yeah. We know it's ready. Just just do it now. I feel that way when I went to Hollywood Studios a couple weeks ago and I stood standing at the entrance to Galaxy's Edge. I'm like, just can you just let us in now? Mm. Like, just let us in now. We're here. (laughs) <laughs> we're here it's here we're just here open the gate. on you now yeah like open the gate so <laughs> i did go to go see this i don't know if you had noticed but maybe about th- three weeks ago they added a gift shop to the end of toy story mania and have either of you written toy story mania since they completely redid it for toy story land the no. like the logistics no well <laughs> so you you basically when you leave you're going through what is the very outskirts of the old sound stages around the outside. And you're, it's like, it's like a mile to leave. It's like leaving Soren, you know, where you walk for like three miles. And what they did was they basically took what used to be like a backstage office for one of the sound stages and they turned it into a gift shop and you walk in there and it looks literally like a pediatrician's office. Like it has the regular drop ceilings on top and they just put like, it's like forky stickers on the wall and they put, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. There's like a Woody sticker on the wall and it's literally like, it looks like a pediatrician's office. Um, Amanda was it, saying it looks like a kindergarten classroom. 
Yeah. Oh, it totally does. It's hilarious. It really does. It's so funny. Um, it, you just you can just see where this is where Patricia's desk used to be, and this is where you know Richard sat. Um, you can just tell Great. it used to be like an office. Um, it was. It's really. It's pretty funny. Um, um, they did have cute merch though for uh, you know Toy Story merch, but you know, it was just kind of funny. You could just sort of exactly see how they added this on um, to the uh, experience. That was funny. Har har har. Hardy har har. But I'll say, we went to, my God, I don't know if it was just because it was extra magic hour. We went there. I didn't have extra magic hour. We showed up to Rope Drop. I was like, let's do that. Let's go over there. We never go over there. We wanted to ride Rock and Roller Coaster. But as we're, as we're getting ready to go in, it's like 8.30, 8.40. And the lines for the rides were like two hours long already <laughs> during, oh, wow. during the extra magic hour. It was like 90 minutes for um, Slinky Dog and... 75 minutes for this i was like are you this is just during the extra magic hour so i don't know it was like i remember like oh yeah that's why back in the day i always avoided the park that was extra magic hour Mm. so just it was a stark reminder because everyone's like oh it's so dead i'm like it was not where it was not dead where i went tell you that we'll tell you that grand destino tower is open it looks so good i know I just like the new, like, everything just looks very fancy, very fancy, which uh, I'm ready to go check out. I need to go, I need to go check it out. We got new is bars. The, yeah, I was going to say, is the rooftop bar open? It is. Uh, bar is open. Has it's anybody there. paused to question the fact that they're theming all of these new bars and restaurants after Spain when the rest of the resort seems to be themed after Mexico? Hmm. Good point. Um, no, we didn't. No, no, we haven't stopped to think about that yet. We're just is excited. It, there's a new bar. Is it after Mexico? I thought it was supposed to be after like the like Cancun and Acapulco. Uh, sure. Colorado has always said the American Southwest safe. and Mexico. They've always it's always been the American Southwest and Mexico. Is its theme? No, neither of those are in Europe. Right. The one that's in Europe is. Uh, not that one, right? Puerto Rico. <laughs> Grand Destino. Um, I believe I, th- I think the one in Europe is Puerto Rico. Oh, I'm like, is nobody gonna like even acknowledge my joke? I just did by saying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but while Skip's looking that up, I did also go by and I looked at the new pool area for the uh, Riviera Tower. It's very nice. It's also going to be very, like, modern and, and nice when you go there. You can just see it. You can just tell as they're building it. I'm like, this is going to be nice. But it's all, it, everything's just very big, like, very expansive. So they're definitely packing them in. Holy so, crap, 2,385 rooms. I'm a little concerned at Coronado, though. Like, that pool was already always very busy. And I don't – I haven't seen that they added a new pool and they just added a lot more rooms because um, they, like, got rid of a few smaller buildings and built one gigantic building. <laughs> I feel like what they need to do is build Cusco's water park. At- yes. Because <laughs> it would just fit so perfectly yep. with everything that's going on there. I think it's great. And we'll just pretend that South America is part of this now. Let's do it. Wasn't it just, like, central, south? Like, they don't really say where that takes place, do they? I thought that it 
is kind of established to be in South America. Because of the llamas? Llama, 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 llama. Mm. Maybe? Yeah, small. But um, oh, I was... it does say celebrating the rich cultures of Spain, Mexico, and the American Southwest. Oh, they added it. They... <laughs> that doesn't fucking fit. They just added it. They're like, hey, we're just adding it. Oh, my God. Do you want to hear something? Well, I was talking about Bartesian, and I pulled up Facebook on my phone, and guess what ad, sponsored ad popped up? Oh, yeah, no, it's oh. listening to. Bartesian. Yeah. You got to throw away that Facebook and Instagram, buddy. Those things are no bueno. <laughs> so, uh, also breaking news. Uh, we mm-hmm. had talked about this as, it's, I think, I would say I would want to take credit for this here on the 3 o'clock parade, but I feel like it was so much of a no-brainer that the Regal Beagle barbecue restaurant at Epcot's America Pavilion just seemed like too much of a no-brainer. I don't even think we can take care of that, take credit for that. I think we did talk about it a lot, though. Yeah, we definitely did. Like I definitely was, I, seemed... I'm not saying that we can take credit, but I've never heard anybody else talk about it, and we talked about it a lot. Yeah. And it's, it is happening, which it needed to happen. So I'm glad. I, I mean, not that I necessarily am going to eat there a lot, but it's, uh, it's good it happened. Where are people going to get their chicken chicken strips? Is my question. Up there. Because Electric that. Umbrella is also closing. Right. They're, they're going to have to have just like a chicken strip. You know how in England, or in the UK, I should say, how they have a fish and chips stand outside of the pub. They're going to have to have a, a, a chicken strips mm-hmm. and yeah. chips and fries stand in uh, America. You know where else chicken strips were really big? Oh boy. Ireland. Like every menu had them. People love chicken strips, man. I can't blame them. They call them chicken goujons, though. Oh, yeah, they were everywhere. They were like everywhere. Yo, you're going to be chicken gusans? That only sounds gusan. In Asia, they call in Asia they call French fries fried potatoes. That's fair. You know, my favorite thing that I heard about Asia is that they call Stitch Stitchy. That's oh, what I. You should be called Stitchy. I did not experience that myself. I don't know. Oh man. Maybe that's what that was that they kept saying that you didn't know yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> it's like stitchy. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with that's what it was. Okay. Or maybe they were just singing the lyrics to "Old Town Old Town Road" by Lil Nas X. Maybe not. It's possible. You just don't know because you didn't you didn't know the language, maybe. so it could be what they're doing. Could have been like I got the horses in the back. That's what they're saying, not stuff. <laughs> It's possible. We just don't know. It's possible. Just, just don't. ignore you. <laughs> it's probably best. Probably best. So what does I believe that brings us to the end of hashtag Ask Sour Boner, and I believe it brings us to the end of uh, the news and views for today. Anybody, anything else? Uh, that anybody like to uh, bring up before we uh, cruise off into the sunset? I'm tired. Yeah, Rand's uh, definitely wiped, but uh, she was got that jet lag. Got it going on. Was that you that did? Was that somebody had mentioned? I think it was Libby that possibly that was you. Like the jet lag kind of got messed with your head. And you were climbing into the produce section at the grocery store. Clean, cleaning yourself off in the produce section. Was that you? It was 
Okay. No, I wasn't. I didn't think so. I think he was kidding. I, th- I thought maybe for a second he was kidding, but. Are, are you not with him right now? I'm not. I'm so confused he's with what Libby's in, going. He's in your town right now. I know. I don't know. He, he sent me a picture from, like, the sky of basically where I live, and I'm like, what is happening? I don't know what's happening now. Join the I'm, fucking club because I've been trying to get him to tell me what he's doing in Orlando right now. And he won't even tell me. So, you know what? We should start making up our own theories that are so offensive that he has to tell us the truth to just dispel the myths. Maybe. So, here we go. I think child sex trafficking ring. Cool. Oh, wow. That's, that was, we took a leap. We took a leap. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that got dark real fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was thinking, I was thinking he was secretly riding the gondolas. With child sex trafficking ring. On the gondolas? Yes, that's how they move them around. Uh, that is a really. I'm really. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not for these um, gondolas anymore. I didn't realize that was yeah. their their main purpose. There you go. That changes everything, really. Because I mean, mm-hmm. believe it or not, I'm. 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 You know, I'm. I'm for a lot of things. I'm against a lot of things. But child se- sex trafficking is one of the things I'm against. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I'm I will taking like that hard stand. Think- that my liver is against it as well, so he better come forward with a statement letting us know. It's, it's a controversial stance, but, but you know, <laughs> yeah, controversial stance. Maybe he's. I mean, somebody today, you're the guy that you've never heard of, Nick Waymania, posted a picture mm-hmm. of a shirt that he had made that said Toon, "Toontown Fight Club," and I'm like, he broke the cardinal rule of Toontown Fight Club right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, his number one rule is you don't talk about it. But if you don't exist, can you talk about something? I don't know. I don't know. But that was pretty wild. I feel bad for the cast member that everybody's, like, pointing fingers at. The guy that's there on his phone. I mean, yeah, seriously. I mean. Well, well because they, they tell you, like, like if people start throwing blows, like, don't get involved because they don't want you to get hurt. They're like, call somebody. And, yeah. you know, they'll get there. Well, and, you know, and, and I will say this, when I'm watching, I've watched the video, and it, it ebbs and flows. Like, it looks like, all right, it's, it's, it's it, okay, there's a lot of, a lot of fury, and then it kind of calms down, and everyone's like, all right, you know, we're still going to call security, but it's, and then all of a sudden it flares back up again, it's like, oh, it's pandemonium again. And then it, and then it calms down, and everything's fine, everyone's, everyone's found calm, and then, no, they're back at it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it definitely ebbs and flows in, 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 uh. And boy, well, thought, talk about yeah. The only time I ever witnessed a fight in a park, it took security a while to get there and break it up. And definitely, no one was really stepping in to help anybody until then. No. It's awful. Well, and the uh, the police actually put out a report because that was all one family. Like that yeah, was the domestic dispute between them, and they weren't willing to like work with the police to even. Like sort things out. Yeah. Yeah, like they weren't going to yeah. file charges against each other or sort things out. Yeah, I don't know but what you're talking the, about. Yeah, <laughs> now that the video's out, though, the cops are like, "Well, we don't need them to anymore because yeah. there's a video, so we can actually see what happened." And it's like, woof. I'll t- I, I, man, it was it was intense. Like it was, it was definitely not that guy's first fight. Ooh, <laughs> like he's just like he's just. It, I hate to even laugh. It was so bad, but uh, yeah, it was just it was in, it was intense for sure. And, you know, you feel bad for everybody involved, um, just that that was going down, because you don't expect that. But, I mean, it's one of those things that 
it's going to be talked about. It is. I mean, I do feel bad for the cast members. Like, but like, there is some, to a certain extent, there's some some humor to that. That there's just literally a picture of him. It appears as if he's like just texting on his phone. <laughs> like it's just, I don't know. There's a little bit of humor to it, but it is what it is. Yep. So, yep. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Uh, are we ready to, to sail into the wild blue? We're good. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go find. Uh, see if I can find Livy. Uh, see if I can find Please him around. Please do. <laughs> he's 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 there he's going incognito. Going around right now. I heard. I started. Yeah, I was about to say I had heard he was involved <laughs> in some sex trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to start well, he, rumors, but I had heard that. He, he better uh, step forward and clear some shit up. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Yes. Terrible. Terrible. So, Rhiannon, what was the most iconic, vis- like, if there's a visual that you have when you think of your Asian trip, what's the visual that you think of? Mm. Like, first thing that pops into your head kind of thing. Mm. Probably the Shanghai Castles, like, crazy. Mm. I was thinking, because that is definitely what's coming down for the final float of the 3 o'clock parade. Uh, or coming the, down Main the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade that they stole. Bastards! It's coming back to Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland's gonna have it again for like till the end of the summer or something like that. They're like, we gotta do something. Well, people were posting all the times that they've said goodbye because you know every every time they show it, it's all like the last time. It's farewell (laughs) tour. (laughs) It's kind of like when you're like, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Yeah, it's like the Rolling Stones. Like you know. The Eagles, hell freezes over. Yeah, right? Every tour is, or, you know, everyone is the last one. And then you're just like, well, we still have them. Like, I never thought we'd get, you know, desperate again. Okay, well, we are. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Everybody loves the Main Street Electrical Parade. (laughs) I think it it happens when they raise the prices too high that everyone's like, needs to chill out for a little bit. And they're like, we need something new. Bring it in. Let's do it. Until everything, everybody gets used to it. And then they start coming again. So we'll see. All right, gang. Well, there it is. The final float is the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade coming down Main Street, USA. So yeah. felt good to be back. Welcome back, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure. Let's get put some pants on. No, Wait, thank you. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye bye. Skip's got the horses in the back. What is that? I've never even heard that. Neither have I. How is that possible?